Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers. Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host, Chell. Say what's up, Chell. Yo, 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 Unstuckers. We are back for another rousing episode, and this is a rousing episode because we have Miss Kemia Scott on the podcast today to talk about uh, marketing and social media marketing, Um, and she's just a hoot and a blast to spend some time with, uh, and also just a wealth of knowledge, so... (laughs) I think I think it's a great interview, um, and I think you guys are going to like it. What do you think, Chell? You literally said everything I was going to say. I was going to say she's hilarious and knowledgeable simultaneously, all of the things. This was really fun. There you go. We're doubling down. She's hilarious. She's knowledgeable and all of the things. Without further ado, Miss Kemia Scott from MarketingSparkler.com. We are so excited to have you here today because uh, – you are a uh, marketing and, and social media person, and uh, that is one thing that so many people struggle with. You know, there's so many people who get into business, they start out, and and they they got a great idea, they make a product, they build a service, and then they go, oh, how do I tell people about it? And then it's a whole struggle bus from there, right? <laughs> Preaching to the choir, Josh. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you built a marketing service like yourself, in which case you're like, I know yes. how to do this. <laughs> yes. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got here and, and came to be Miss Kemia, the marketing wizard here. Sure. Well, I am a marketer by trade. Unlike so many people, I actually went to school for this. Um, <laughs> so that's how I got into marketing. And uh, what a lot of people don't realize is I've always been a a business person, a corporate person, even young. I was always interested in branding before I knew what that meant. And so when it was time for me to declare a major, I looked across all the business majors and I picked the one major that everybody needs. And that's marketing. And that's actually how I got into this industry. (laughs) So what you're saying is you're a certified genius. Yes. Yes. You, went, you looked around. Like, for for those out there who are thinking, I want to start something of my very own, but I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want you to rewind or just keep listening because I'm about to say it again. What she just said is, I looked around and decided what everyone else needed. That is gold. That, and that's that's how that's how I came to be in the industry. That it's as simple as that. There you go. There you go. So what what made you so that's how you got into the industry. What made yes. you start your own thing as opposed to just working for someone else in the industry? Yes, you know, back when I was was in school, marketing really was synonymous with advertising and I didn't want to do advertising. And so it was rather challenging to find a corporate job that led to a career that really um, suited my needs. And so I ran the gamut between business development, desktop publishing, graphic design, uh, event planning, all of these things as they related to marketing. Uh, And then when digital marketing came about, 
I thought, well, this looks pretty interesting. And because I was already in the industry, a lot of my colleagues who had jumped on a digital marketing bandwagon pulled me kicking and screaming. True story. Kicking and screaming. I refused to do blogging and I refused to do social media for years. I finally (laughs) gave in and I fell in love and I was trying to figure out what my brand name should be. And Kenya with an M sounds too much like Kenya with an N. (laughs) And I said, okay, what can I do to distinguish myself? I can't use my full name. Um, That's not, I'm I'm more informal than that. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, Kenya, the rock star, like what am I going to call myself? And then I just randomly came up with Miss Kenya and it happened to stick. And when I would meet people, they'd be like, oh, hey, Miss Kenya. And that's how my brand solidified as Miss Kemya from me posting on Twitter under the handle Miss Kemya and people talking to me out in the street, addressing me by that handle. That's basically how my brand came to be Miss Kemya. That's baller. So that's the full story. That's awesome. <laughs> baller. It's <laughs> a quiet baller. <laughs> We have a we have a get to know you segment on the show called mm-hmm. Three Questions. Are you ready to answer our three questions? Yes, I am. Three questions. One. What is your bucket list travel destination? <laughs> I wonder if anybody will know what this is. The Ferragamo compound in Italy. Ooh. I don't know what that is. Tell me more. Salvatore. I'm a fashion designer at heart. That's what I I've thought. been a, a, an artist since I was about five and I started designing clothes when I was eight and pre-marketing. I had my own fashion line and Salvatore Ferragamo is one of the pinnacles of class and style. Shell knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. So um, that is, that is that bucket list destination to visit the Salvatore Ferragamo compound in Italy. I'm assuming that's to Northern see Italy. Shoes like and, Milan and fabric. Area. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> it's very specific. I think that's the most specific answer we've ever gotten. And I love it. Yes. <laughs> All right. That We've gone down to cities list. before, but yes. not uh, a place in a city. Yes. <laughs> yes. That in the Kentucky Derby, by the way. Oh, okay, mm. cool. Yes. I was raised in a racetrack, so I'm, I'm a racetrack <laughs> horses girl. So Kentucky Derby is a close second. My grandpa always <laughs> called it uh, betting on the ponies. Yes. I love the ponies. <laughs> love it. <laughs> yes. All right. Number two. If you could choose, what would be your last meal? A baked potato with butter, sour cream, and chives. I love potatoes. I got potato problems. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love it. That sounds delightful. A good a baked potato done well, I think, is really oh, underrated. I'm telling you, it is underrated. Yeah. Oh, um, it, it is so underrated. Salted yes. or unsalted butter? Or do you put salt on Salted. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was a good yeah. Thank you. Fatten it, fatten it all the way up. Yes. Totally. I mean, it's, it's your last meal. Go for it, right? Yes, yeah. go for it. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Question three. What is your hobby? Your favorite hobby, rather, that doesn't make you money. 
watching binge watching Netflix. Yes. Yeah. I don't make a dime. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love what to binge of, watch Netflix. What's like your go-to show these days? I am um I run the gamut. I like murder mysteries. I love to laugh. I like drama. I like mafioso. Um <laughs> So I am finishing up them right now, the series them. Um, but I, I I run the gamut. It's a good program, and I will sit there, you know, with a few drinks, water, tea, coffee, and I will just sit there and binge out and, and turn my brain off. And I just love it, making zero money, but I have a ball. <laughs> there you go, yes. Miss Kimia. You successfully answered our three questions, and I think it's safe to say the unstuckers know you now. <laughs> yes, they do. You can pretty much figure out a lot about me by those answers. <laughs> those three questions were reined in, really. Like we 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 market tested them. We had mm-hmm. uh, scientists rein them in. They're the three most perfect questions <laughs> to get someone's full personality. They or are. the three questions that Shell and I thought of at random a long time ago, and we're like, "Yeah, that." Literally, Let's the first time that. we had a guest, we're like, "Yeah, this sounds good." I love them. I love them. There you go. Um, awesome. Well, now that we know you, where where you, how you've gotten to be where you are professionally, and a little bit more about your personal life with uh, the three questions game, what can you tell the good unstuckers out there? What kind of wisdom can you bestow? Uh, about marketing and social media for those of us who didn't go to school for it? <laughs> um, there are a few key things for anyone that wants to start a side hustle or run a multi-million dollar empire. Figure out who you're going to sell your product or service to before you finish building it. Before you finish building it. Do not spend three years perfecting this product or service and launch to crickets. It will never take off that way and you will be frustrated and ready to quit uh, right away. So Mm -hmm. that's the first thing. Figure out who you're going to sell it to, whether you have to create what we call an MVP, a minimum viable product, which is just the, the product or service at its core, the most basic elements, the most stripped down version of the product or service. Launch that thing to your desired audience. Get feedback. See, does it resonate? Um, Because marketing is far more than meets the eye. You know, a lot of people hear marketing today and they think social media. Social media is not marketing. Social media is a tool for marketing. A lot of people think, you know, you say marketing, they think Facebook ads. Advertising is not marketing. Advertising is a tool that funds falls under the marketing umbrella. So marketing includes figuring out who your audience is, figuring out what makes your audience tick, figuring out their pain points and how your product or service is a solution to solve the the challenges that come with those pain points. You have to figure all of that out before you finish creating the product or service. Because if you can touch on the pain points, you can include those into your messaging. You can include those into your problem solving. You can include those in your pitches and all of those things. This way, when you launch, it will resonate with your desired audience. So that's definitely where I start. Do the marketing before you invest all the time and money and effort into the product. Because I've seen a lot of people invest thousands upon thousands upon thousands in a pretty website 
into pretty logos and graphics and they launch and then they want to know why nobody's clicking, why nobody's buying. And my first question is always, did you ask them if this is what they wanted? A pretty website and a pretty logo is just that pretty. Websites are supposed to be functional. So pretty can be great, but there are a lot of butt ugly websites making millions of dollars. (laughs) And it's just the fact. Um, So definitely figure out who that audience is going to be and start building a relationship with them before you actually launch whatever product and service you're looking to sell. I wish I had known about you three years ago because... (laughs) It's, it's funny that you say this. So like, I know that I'm not the only one in this boat, but I have done exactly mm-hmm. what you did. And within <laughs> these last couple of weeks, I've restructured, but like, I did exactly what you did. I tried to fit a square mm-hmm. into a circle and it didn't mm-hmm. work and it sucks. And you're right. It yes. is defeating. Um, but what would you recommend if like the person doesn't know very much about their target market? Because I mean, they want to help this target market, right? Like mm-hmm. that's their goal. But if they don't know very much about them, like prior to making X, Y, and Z product or service, mm-hmm. what are some things that you recommend that they do so that they learn about this target market? One thing I'm going to give you a cheat. You figure out your target market and then look at your competitors. What are they doing? That's a cheat right there. Somebody's done the legwork for you. I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. In this day and age with the internet, we don't have to start from scratch with anything. There's literally nothing we have to start with scratch from. So once you figure out who you want to help, you want to drill that down even further, figure out not only like the basic demographics that people talk about, their age, their gender, you know, their marital status, income, but figure out the emotional things, the psychographics, what makes them tick, what are they reading, what keeps them up at night. Um, What do they do on a daily basis? What do they consume? Is it, you know, magazines? What blogs are they reading? So you figure out a profile, which is also known as your customer avatar. You figure out that. And then you find the competitors that are serving that audience that would be your competitors. Look at their websites. Look at their social media. I'm literally giving you my cheats of what I do. Look (laughs) at their websites. Look at their social media. Go buy their products. Go buy their services. Because when you buy their products and services, you get into what's called their funnel. You start receiving their communications, their emails. You get to see exactly what they're doing, what their messaging is, how often they communicate. And you start building little profiles. You, you know, kind of review, swap, figure out what makes sense for you. And you already have created your blueprint before you, before, before you launch. The information is out there. You just have to know how to call it to fit what you need. And then you'll see some people are great. Some people make no sense. Some people are nailing it. Look at the pain points and messaging and see Are you tapping into those pain points and those that messaging that your desired audience wants? And then you start testing different pieces in your own voice, of course, but start testing different pieces with your audience. You can do this by building an early waiting list, email list, or by posting on social media. Start throwing out that messaging and see what sticks. 
That's great. And for any of you out there like myself who grew up thinking you wanted to be a spy someday, that's what you're doing. <laughs> yes. 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 That's it. Yes. That's exactly it. You we have the tools. I tell people use the tools. You know, I come from, you know, the the era where we didn't have any of these tools. I got my jobs out of looking up companies in phone books. So the fact that you can hit a button and find this it may take you a few hours. I was doing research last night. I spent about two hours uh, looking up competitors for um, a product that I'm working on. I just sat there on Google and I did exactly what I just explained to everybody to do. That's what I spent two hours last night doing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Do your research. And I think yes. too, there's a lot of people out there who are, um, when you're just starting out, they're they're scared to research their competitors because- I think a lot of people see competition in the marketplace and they think, oh, somebody's already doing this. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't try. And I think um, you need to remind yourself that if there's competition out there, that's a good thing. That means there is a market for whatever you're doing, right? And just about Thank no one you. is out there. Yeah. <laughs> and just about Thank no one is out that. there doing... Um, the only version of that ever, right? There's competitors for every industry. So, um, you know, I think people who are just starting out, I've definitely been there with things I've done where you just go, oh, someone's doing it, I'm going to give up. Um, no, there's always room for you. There's room for a, a different take on the same thing or a different personality behind it or whatever. Like, I wouldn't have a successful IT shop today if I said, oh, other people fix computers. <laughs> like, yes. I, I got in there and there there's certain people that jive with me and certain people that don't. And that's cool. <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah, but doing your your research shouldn't deter you. It should actually embolden you because now you know what seems to be working. And and like you're saying, just in, in the marketing sense, but also embolden you in the fact that, oh, man, people are making money at this. So I should yes. get in there and get my piece of the pie too. Yes. Your idea is already validated if people are doing it. That is a good thing. And often, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people and I ask them who are their competitors and, and you can't imagine how many people say, oh, I don't have any competition. And I say, yes, you do. You just haven't found them yet. You have competition. If you are not launching a rocket to the moon or you're not, you know, a brain surgeon, is somebody out there doing what you're doing? Like those are my two criteria. I feel like even those two things. You still have competition, I, right? Yeah. I mean, there's there's Elon Musk, there's yes. the Virgin guy, and there's NASA yes. all trying to get to the moon. So exactly. But that that that's really it. And and like you said, that actually should empower you. You should be excited that you're finding customers because that means your ideas are valid. They've already been validated. So you don't have to validate your idea in the market. You just have to come with your own perspective, no matter what it is. Look how many t-shirt companies there are selling black t-shirts with white writing. They don't care there's competition. There are so many billions of humans on this planet. There is room for all of us to do what we want to do. Yeah, that's great. That and that beautiful. is a beautiful sentiment to end on <laughs> as we wrap up here. <laughs> wow, that's just like nice little bow as we come to time. That was beautiful. Um, so, Miss Kemi, you are amazing. I feel like we could talk to you uh, all day and then nobody would listen because it would be a 10-hour episode. But <laughs> tell, us, tell us where people can go find out more about you and the services you offer and learn from you as uh, they try to market themselves. 
Sure. What uh, I am Miss Kemya, and you can find me online on social media as Miss Kemya. Twitter is my favorite social media platform, so you can always find me hanging out there. Um, otherwise, you can find me. The uh, name of my company is Marketing Sparkler, but rather than spell that out, you can find me at thebestmarketingblog.com. You see what I did there? Um, oh. <laughs> so you can find Way me. Way to market at yourself. The, yes. TheBestMarketingBlog.com. You can find out all about me. My blog just celebrated its 10th anniversary. 10th anniversary. So there are over 500 articles. You can spend a few days sitting on my blog for free and learn whatever you want to learn. It's on there somewhere. And if it's a topic that I haven't written on, tell me you want me to write on it. Send me a message and I'll write on it or I'll find somebody to guest blog for me. But that's that's where you can find all about me. Um, services, um, freebies. You know, I have a marketing freebies hub that I just drop all my freebies in so you don't have to keep signing up for stuff. So visit me um, at thebestmarketingblog.com and you can find out everything you want to know about me and then some. Excellent. <laughs> As if the three questions didn't already cover everything. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Miss Kemya. Thank you. This was fun. It was a pleasure being here and talking with y'all. This was fun. The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by Chell's Save Time in the Cucina mini course. Experiencing decision fatigue, feeling uninspired to cook, resorting to pre-made meals and ordering in more than you'd like. Check out my Save Time in the Cucina mini course to learn time-saving cooking skills so that even on busy weeknights, you can get a meal on the table in 30 minutes or less. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the Lifebook system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute slash lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a recap. One, find your audience before you invest in creating a product or service. Two, cheat. That's right, cheat. Check out what the competitors are doing because they already did the legwork. Three, if you say you don't have competition, you haven't done the research yet. And that's a wrap on episode 142 website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. And remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Go back to episodes one, two, and three to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, Josh and myself. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a ton. Leave us a five-star written review and you'll be entered in a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorming coaching sesh with Josh and myself. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, unstuck.institute. And we'll talk to you next week. We'll be talking to Katie Lee Morvin about putting a little woo in what you do. Shit happens, right? Shit there happens. You go. <laughs> there we go. There's the quote for the end. <laughs>